This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Thanks to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it all. Also, breaking ground on NIL, they've got some of the biggest names in college sports. They had Caitlin Clark in there, Angel Reese and a lot of the upcoming NFL and NBA first-round draft picks. And if you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. And the best trading card brands, Prism, Select, Don Russ, and so many more. And for those NFL draft fans... Get real-time trading cards after players are picked with Panini Instant Cards, celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour on this Friday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Morale is high. I let the Danettes have a dish off the Traeger grill, the buffalo chicken sliders that Alan, our uh, great IT guy slash chef cook, was uh, he was uh, drawing up for us here on this Meat Friday. Uh, Cajun shrimp, the green chili mac and cheese will have to wait, the uh, baked taco skillet dip, and the brats. That has to wait for uh, about an hour here. All right, guys? Todd, ta- I'm That's talking fair. to you. That's fair. Yeah, because I said you could have one slider. And I took two sliders and some chip. And and you almost went into the mac and cheese. I came very close. The only reason I didn't is I didn't see any utensils inside. So I'm why like, is it, it? Why do I have rules here, Todd? You have rules to, to be followed, and uh, I should have just had one slider. And then I didn't even get the bread on the bottom of the slider. I scooped it poorly, and I missed the bottom bun of the slider. That was the latest thing to be making fun of. Thank you, Todd. Todd yeah. took the tops of the sandwiches and left the bottoms for others. Yeah. Carbs. Yeah. That is a bizarre thing to do, though. 
Not to pile on, but that is kind of bizarre. <laughs> I thought when I was scooping it that there was a well, roll on the no, bottom. No, but of he the doesn't thing. know how to scoop. That's why I don't think he. I don't think he ever. You've never served yourself Not food really. before. I, but I thought each one was intact, just from the top. It looked like each one was an individual full thing, but there was no bun on the bottom. All right, so no other food until the end of the show. Can you guys do that? Can you can you somehow hold out for fifty eight minutes? <laughs> Well, 11.45. We do it All right, 11.45. Eagles over the Giants, epic battle last night. I actually was entertained by it because there were some storylines here. I was curious about Daniel Jones and, you know, trying to hold on to the football. And then we had the Daniel Jones gift where he fell down. Even though he fell down, they did score on that drive. Imagine if they only kicked a field goal there and they lost because he missed out on a sure touchdown there. Now, to me, the bigger mistake, but it's not going to be as amplified because it's not embarrassing. Evan Ingram dropping that football on the third down, that wins the game for the Giants. If Carson Wentz doesn't win that game, then they're calling for Jalen Hurts, or at least the call is even louder for Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is not the answer. I just want to let people know. He might be. Why would I put a rookie in who's had no training camp and I'm going to have him behind that bad offensive line? Unless you're saying to him, hey, you got to basically do this with your arm. Don't throw the football. Carson Wentz used to be, and it wasn't that long ago, he was a high-end quarterback. I think he can still be a high-end quarterback. But we may not know that this year. The injuries, that offensive line... He does hold on to the ball too long, but we love the backup quarterback. And certainly in Philadelphia, they love the backup quarterback. You've got a guy who can still play at an elite level in Carson Wentz. You may not like how it looks and how inconsistent he is, but there's a lot of teams that would love to have Carson Wentz on their team. Yeah, Paul. Carson Wentz's career reminds me a little bit, stay with me, of remember Tim Couch out of Kentucky? He went to the Browns, and he had a lot of promise I don't know if he was ever as good as Carson Wentz's first two years, but and then it just kind of faded away with injuries and, and regression. He played on a bad team. I don't think Tim, I think Tim was a a good pocket passer, but quarterbacks out of Kentucky, not exactly a football factory for quarterbacks. And the Browns took him number one overall. You know, Carson went to a good team, or at least a team that had some talent. They had offensive and defensive line talent. But they had the talent because they don't now. Yeah, McLovin. I, I feel like that analogy is a stretch because Carson would have been MVP that year. He got hurt. I mean, he was high, high, high level. Yeah, it's not. It's not apples. It's definitely apples and oranges. But it, it just feels like it's he's he's healthy. He's playing. He's just. When was the last time you saw him play really, really well? I can't remember it. Well, I don't uh, know. Last year, at the end of last year, he was on fire for four games. Tim Couch, if you look at his numbers, but but I think he was sacked probably fifty times. The, you know, each of the first two seasons there in Cleveland, it was a bad team there. Carson Wentz went to a better team. They traded up to get him. They were a better team than Tim Couch went to Cleveland. Carson Wentz can be a great quarterback. I think we forget that. Um, and, and, you know, sometimes it takes that moment where, unfortunately, you have to go, oh, my gosh, that's right. I shouldn't try to run and take on defensive players like he did against the Rams. But he would have been the MVP that season. Yeah, McLovin. But bottom line, and I'm putting on my Eagles. Okay. Hand, for the Eagles to win, Carson has to run around and make plays. Yes. 
and he's going to get hurt if he does yes, it. He, yes, he it, will. It's a catch-22. If he stays in the pocket, they're not going to win because the Lions stinks right now. Yes. He's going to, this is going to be the rest of the season because Lane Johnson goes out for two plays and then comes out, you know, they they're decimated by injuries and, and, you know, you look at some of their skill position players, we say, wow, they look pretty good. If I said, those are the skill position players to start the season, you would have went, Oh my God, who are these guys? But they did perform. They have performed. They lose to Sean Jackson, which is a big injury. He looked great too. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it looks like he's going to miss uh, quite a bit of time. Yeah, McLovin. If they had lost last night, they would have gone to 1-5-1. One, one. Would it be full sell at the trade deadline, the November 3rd trade deadline? Well, who were you selling? Well, Alshon Jeffries on the block. They tried to trade Zach Ertz already, reportedly. No, uh, they're already in a sell mode. Yeah, so would you still sell some of those guys? Sure. But you can win the division. I know, but that doesn't mean... It's like the Cowboys. Cowboys could win the division. The Cowboys got problems. Even if you win the division, you still have some issues there. And if the Eagles win, it kind of covers up what your problems are. And some of these teams don't know that they're in a rebuild. Like, we try to reload. Minnesota tried to reload. But they might be in a rebuild now, believe it or not. Even though you have a really good wide receiver in Jefferson. Young, feeling it can still be elite. Do you get rid of Kyle Rudolph here? Do you ship him someplace? You got Kirk D. Cousins as your quarterback, at least for this year and probably next year. Dalvin Cook, you got him under contract. They have a young nucleus here, you would think. And it feels like they're in a rebuild, not reload mode. And it doesn't take long before these teams decide to do so. Here we are, what, seven weeks in? You know, Trade deadline's going to be coming up. And I don't know if anybody gets shipped here. I don't. Usually we get to the trade deadline and we go, oh, this guy might get traded or this team could trade for that guy. And it usually doesn't happen. I thought it was extremely sneaky and well done that Baltimore swoops in and takes Yannick Ngakwe, who's already under contract. He's 25. How is Seattle not in the market for Yannick Ngakwe? Seattle's defense is one of the worst defenses in the last 50 years. Yannick Ngakwe comes in and he's their best defender along with Bobby Wagner. Instead, Seattle wants to bring in Antonio Brown. I guess the logic is we're just going to try to be like the Kansas City Chiefs of the NFC. We're just going to score as much as we can. But keep in mind with the Chiefs, their defense won them a Super Bowl. And that's really the key, to always remember it. You can score, eventually you're going to have to stop somebody. And that may come back and haunt Seattle. You brought in Jamal Adams, and that was a good pickup here. But Yannick Ngakwe was out there for, what, a third-round pick and a conditional fifth-round pick? Yeah, McLovin. And by the way, if he leaves a free agency, the Ravens get a third-round pick back. Yeah. Or if uh, Judon leaves, so they, they don't cost anything. Do you have a game for me, McLovin? Yes. Okay. Yes, it's been in the news a lot. With okay. Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, and Travis Etienne. How do you pronounce his name? There was a shocking news uh, flash yesterday. There's a player in the NFL who told the media he's they've been doing his name wrong. Mm-hmm. He is a, I'll give you a hint, tight end. David Njoku. Ooh, I don't think anyone thought they had his name right. No, that's not him. Okay. And I don't know if anyone even knows this player, by the way, but he had a huge game a few weeks ago. All right. 
You can tell me. Packers tight end Robert oh. Tanyan. Yeah. Okay. Came out and said that his name rhymes with Funyan and that the Green Bay media has been doing it wrong all along. So it's Tanyan. Robert Tanyan, the Packers tight Instead end. Instead of Tanyan. Yes. Okay. Wow. Now you know it is Tanyan, right? I mean, it's spelled T-O-N-Y-A-N. This is this is breaking news. Yeah. Does Adam Schefter know this? Uh, Jay Glazer. Packers PR issued a release just with this <laughs> fact. That was the whole release. Now, was it out there before or that it wasn't out there before and the Packers PR department didn't put it out there to let people know how to pronounce his name? No. Robert Tunyon said that he did not want to correct anybody over the last two years because he thought it was impolite. So he told the PR, I think it's time to go with my right name. So, so now he, he thinks it's impolite. Uh, I guess so. I guess so. But can you see a young player doing that where everyone says your name wrong and just like... Yeah, I think Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, you know, or Travis Etienne, you know. H-O. But you have to wait till you have a big game. Like, it's Tanyan or Tanyan? <laughs> or Tanyan? Yeah, he had a three-touchdown game the yeah. other day. So now he's... It, that's exactly right. He's, he's established now. He can, he can wag the dog a little bit. He's Tanyan. Tanyan. Tunyon. Rhymes with Funyon. Thank you. Paul Bunyan. Yeah, I kind of oversold that. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I, I thought it was Yannick Ngakwe. I, well, I don't even know how to do that. Is it Yannick or Yannick? But I will say you were out in front of this story. Nationally, you were out in front of this story. And thank you. Thank you, McLovin. All right, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at show. The best... NFL game this weekend is Jimmy Garoppolo in New England. Do the Raiders have their game with Tampa Bay this weekend with COVID? Or is it moved to like Wednesday morning? We're going to get to a point where we go, uh, can we play Wednesday morning? Yeah, about, uh, I don't know, 10 o'clock. Yeah, McLovin. The NFL sell to some tech company for like a billion dollars to wear uh, Wednesday morning on your app. Steelers-Titans, to me, is uh, that's got some sauce to it. And, and here's another thing. Not to pile on, well, no, I am piling on Adam Gase. When he was in Miami with Ryan Tannehill, we looked at Tannehill as the problem, not Ryan Gase. Now, all of a sudden, Ryan Tannehill has a full season as a starter with the Titans. And these are all quality numbers that he's putting up. Now, does he have a good formula there where you have Derrick Henry? Yes. But Ryan Tannehill has put up some quality numbers and has played the position very well. I know that we don't lump him in as, you know, a top 10 quarterback, top 15 quarterback, but we should probably reassess that with what his abilities are and what he does for that Titans team. Now let's see what he does against that Steelers defense coming up this weekend. Because they'll be coming, they'll be coming his way. Uh, the NBA draft is going to be November 18th, so we're going to have the draft and the Masters within a week's time. How about that? Dodgers Rays coming up tonight. Charlie Morton for the Rays against Walker Bueller Jr. the third. There was a um, a piece of an interview that McLovin found. Eric Bieniemy is the offensive coordinator with the Kansas City Chiefs, and I thought it was really insightful what he was saying about 
all of those stars on Kansas City. And how do you get your players to not worry about how many touches do I get? How many opportunities do I get? It's about me. And here is Eric Bieniemy, the offensive coordinator of the Kansas City Chiefs. Sometimes professional sports have a tendency to think that it's all about the numbers and the egos. And, and sometimes I think people forget that we play a team game. This is what has made us special. Our guys are going to do whatever is needed to go out and win. Because when it's all said and done, what we talk about this each and every week, it's not about the numbers. Okay, it's about the alphabets. And the only two alphabets that matter in this industry is a W and an L. Whatever we have to do to get that W, that's all what matters. Yes, ideally we want all of our players to have all the success that they can. But we do know this. If we can do this together and do it for one another and do it the right way, it'll give us a chance to have a chance to go out and pursue the goals that we want to pursue. I'm going to guess he's going to use that speech, his next coaching stop, when he becomes a head coach here in January, or probably February after the playoffs. Feels like whatever team he's going to, they're going to hear that speech, and that's a great speech if everybody buys in. Yeah, McLevin. It is going to be a bidding war for that dude. It seems like the Jets and the Texans are are making waves. But do you want, like you want to go where you can succeed. Now, you normally don't have an opening where the team is decent. Yeah, I don't like the Texans' future. No draft picks and salary cap issues, and they got some players that I I don't want to build around. I like Deshaun Watson. Uh, The Jets, it's still the Jets' organization. The Falcons might be the situation, depending on what they do. If they go into a rebuild, if they start to trade players, or if certain players aren't coming back, then that might be a place to go. Yeah, McLovin. I like that. I'm surprised the, the Sean Watson factor. Like a lot of people say, oh, well, you know, you, at least you have that quarterback to work with. And it's a, he's like an offensive guy. You're, well, you're paying him a lot of money. If, if I'm a coach, a rookie coach, or I'm starting my first year, I want to go into a situation where my quarterback is on a rookie contract. And because now I know that I have some time to build this, we're going to build it together. But you got to know that you got your quarterback there. And I don't know if Eric Bieniemy, if he goes, I don't know who the Jets are, you know, who their quarterback's going to be. Deshaun Watson's going to be my quarterback. Do I have enough around him where I can be successful? How are we with the salary cap? How are we with draft picks? Like, there's a lot that goes into this. Instead of him just having to take a job because he's going to get an offer. Now he has the opportunity to kind of survey the situation and say, this one is a place where I can go in and be successful because I have trust in the front office. And that's really the key. All right, we'll take a break. I got a lot of phone calls to get. I want to get to uh, the commissioner of Major League Baseball, Rob Manfred. He can take a victory lap because you had some notable pundits who thought the percent percentages of baseball getting all the way to the World Series were... 5%, that they would have a World Series. And here we are with maybe five more games in baseball's you know postseason. Uh, so we'll talk to the commissioner coming up. Dodgers raised tonight. Paulie's at 808, 809, 810. Checking with my people. Yeah, because Paulie always tells me exactly when it's going to start first pitch. It helps you uh, if you have something to do. You know you don't have to be in front of your TV 
right on the screws, you know? And I like to wait right till around 8.07.30, and then I go to the TV. I have 8.08 p.m. Eastern as the uh, first pitch. Okay. Who decides on 8.08 as opposed to 8.07 or 8.09? Which I think have been the other two yeah. start times. Well, Paulie gave me an 8.11, I think. There, was, there was an 8.11. Mm, yeah. Um, and it totally screwed me up. Yeah. It's usually about the, you know, I mean, you know this, the commercial inventory, they try to have a setup commercial and then they start the game. So they want to, they can't start at eight. Yeah, maybe I can ask the commissioner about this. Yes, Todd. I think there's a 30 and a 60 second Doritos Locos Tacos commercial. And that's yeah. what throws it off between eight. I went to the well too much. With Here you? we are back on that. He's John Smoltz. I'm Joe Buck. Someone's getting tacos <laughs> tonight. Uh, I got 40 more minutes with you and that is it. Yes, Eden. Forever? No, no, no. Oh. No. Just for a couple I, days. I don't know if I come back Monday, but <laughs> there's a chance I don't. Thank you, Tom. Why would you say something like that? I just, I'd like to leave you with a Not parting nice. gift on a Friday so you can take it into the weekend. But that'll be the last thing that Dan did with you was rip you for going <laughs> to the well too much on your tacos joke. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be saying that all weekend long. I will. I'm going to make my wife crazy. Double the double steel, double the tacos. <laughs> going to take a break here. 20 after the hour. This is the Dan Patrick Show. If you're in charge of hiring for your business, there are a lot of pivots that you have to make here. Restaurants are moving their dining outdoors, adding takeout and catering. You know, you're just trying to make sure that you have the right people. Uh, and ZipRecruiter is here to help you with that. There's one place that you can always count on making hiring faster and easier. When you post a job on ZipRecruiter, it gets sent out to over 100 top job sites. And then you have one click. And ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology finds the people with the right skills and experience for your job. And then will actively invite them to apply. So it's no wonder they bring us the stat of the day every day. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the very first day. See for yourself right now. You can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Patrick. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Patrick. Let ZipRecruiter take hiring off your plate so you can focus on growing your business. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Patrick. And remember, ZipRecruiter is the smartest way to hire. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges, a ton, including 
include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. We know that quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you and your partner whenever you want. Two beds in one, firmer or softer on each side, you decide. And it helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature as well, quiets their snoring, so you stay sleeping comfortably all night long. Sleep Number does everything. My Sleep Number setting is 75. Sleep Number smart beds learn how you sleep. They provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. You will never need another bed. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. If I could eat bacon for every meal, I think I would. I don't think I would. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, brunch. My love for bacon is no joke. My wife, who I love as much as bacon, says I would even put bacon in cereal if I could. You know, I thought that I knew what good bacon was. Uh, turns out, nope, I was wrong. Because hmm. then I tried right brand bacon, and honestly, I was speechless. And you know it takes a lot to get me speechless, Polly. But it was mind-blowing how good it was. And now here I am, a man that's been eating bacon his whole life, like it's his job, and I've never tried bacon like this before. We're talking about number one, thick-cut, flip-your-whole-world-upside-down bacon, man. Everything from the thickness of it to how it's actually real wood smoked just makes it taste unbelievable. It's really indescribable. I can't do it justice, and you should really just try it for yourself. Yeah, don't be average. You're better than that. Do yourself a favor and get some right brand bacon in you. I'm getting upset. Experience bacon the right way. Right brand bacon. Dodgers Rays uh, coming up tonight. The Big Ten, the season opens tonight. You have Wisconsin and Illinois, and then Ohio State in action against uh, Nebraska coming up on Saturday. He's the commissioner of Major League Baseball. He's Rob Manfred back on the program. Commissioner, thanks for joining us. If this commissioner at this time could give advice to the commissioner back in March, what would you have said to that commissioner yourself back in March? <laughs> well, um, you know, look, hindsight is twenty twenty. Dan, um, there were parts of what we went through in March that I would like to replay. Um, obviously, I hate any situation where we have a disagreement with the Players Association that gets public. Um, so, you know, I would like that one over. On the other hand, we stuck to our guns on a couple of issues that were really, really important. Um, a lot of people wanted us to lengthen the season, you know, suggestions about playing large numbers of games and pushing out 
um, into November. I think if you look at what's going on with respect to the virus right now, um, it was really um, a, a good decision to finish the season on time and maintain that that was important. I think secondly, you know, there was also a push to schedule a lot of double headers and we can play more games. I mean, I mean the fact of the matter is we wouldn't have finished the 60 had we had uh, not had the scheduling flexibility to add double headers to reschedule for games that that we lost. So, look, it, it wasn't perfect. Um, and, you know, I do regret the publicity part of it, uh, but we got to 60 games and that's a good outcome for us. How close were you to not playing or shutting down this season? Look, we had a serious problem. I mean, I've said it publicly, you know, after the St. Louis um, situation or during the St. Louis situation is our second outbreak. Um, I was really nervous uh, about our ability to continue to go forward. Um, you know, we had really good conversations with Tony Clark and the MLBPA. We strengthened the protocols. He helped us educate the players on the importance of certain aspects of those protocols. And uh, uh, fortunately, we were able to, to, to play through. And I think we're in day 55 without a positive test. Yeah. Uh, where do we stand on the DH for next season? I think in all likelihood, we will return. Um, I mean, I think all of the COVID-related rule changes, right? And in that bucket, it's the extra inning rule, the seven-inning doubleheaders, the DH in the National League. Um, those rules, uh, we will return to the status quo absent an agreement with the Players Association. What would you like to keep? Well, you, you know, I've tried to be careful about this, and despite being careful about how I said it, it keeps getting reported, you know, Rob Manfred wants this, Rob Manfred wants that. The only um, thing that I, I can say that I've made my mind up about, and I actually made my mind up about it pre-COVID was I would like to expand the playoffs. Um, I don't think 16 teams is the right number, but something bigger than 10 is right. And I, I, we will pursue that either next year or the, the, the following year. With respect to the rest of the rules, I haven't really made my mind up as to which ones um, we might consider keeping. Um, what I have said is I think the extra inning rule within the game, um, you know, players, owners, a, a lot of people like that rule. It got some positive press in the media. I think people appreciate the um, strategy associated with the rule and kind of the uh, finality in terms of increased finality in terms of when the game's going to end. Um, but, you know, I haven't made my mind up as to whether I want to push for that. I wondered about the shift as well. And I wonder, I mean, I'm, I'm okay with the shift. Uh, but I wonder if, can you make it where the shortstop can't go on the other side of second base or vice versa? Like, how much of a shift are you going to allow? Uh, other sports have, you know, you can take it to a, a certain you know, point, a certain extreme but this has become an extreme with Major League Baseball. Is it good for the game to have these shifts? I, I think um, the competition committee um, is having conversations about a variety of rule changes. And I know one that um, has received an extensive uh, amount of attention is the shift. Um, a lot of people feel that the extreme shifting that you're talking about, let me use your word, okay, yeah. um, has changed the game in ways that are not positive and it remains a really um, 
hot topic in terms of conversations within that committee, and I expect more to follow on that one. And I, I've been a get-off-my-lawn guy this week because I'm looking at baseball, and there's no movement. When we were growing up, you had movement in the game. You would hit to the other side of the infield. You would bunt. You'd take the extra base. Like, just the simple things of what you learn when you're playing baseball. Baseball has become, I throw it hard and you swing really hard and nothing in between. How concerned are you about, you know, you always talk about growing the game. Like, do you like where the game is right now? When you're watching this game, is this a, a good, is this entertainment? I think there is a widespread consensus in the game that we've become too dependent on walks, strikeouts, and home runs as what goes on in our game. I think people um, within the game, within the ownership ranks, um, want to see more traditional action in the game. Um, and there's a lot of conversation going on about how you motivate players um, to play the game in that way. Um, it, it's very hard to legislate action with yeah. a rule. Um, what you're really doing is you're create you're changing the rules in a way that creates incentives for some of the greatest athletes in the world to change the way they're playing. And that's a very complicated task. I get that. I just worry about the game. If I'm 11 or 12 or 13, I would have no interest in this. I don't think I would watch highlights. I wouldn't watch games. And yeah, I don't I think, know if you're finding that out that, you know, this is a entertain me now. I'm not in it for the long haul. And, and so you're losing, a, uh, I think, another generation fan base. Well, I, I hope you're wrong uh, uh, about that, Dan. You know, we've, we've really focused on the next generation in a variety of ways. Our participation numbers, which actually are the, is the biggest determinant of whether young people become fans are, are, are great. I mean, we have been the fastest growing participation sport over the last five years. We've invested heavily in that area. Um, and, you know, our demographics, um, particularly on some of our digital products, um, Things, new products like Film Room are really very good in, in terms of engaging that younger audience. And I think we will continue to focus on action in the game in order to make sure we hold those younger people um, that we're attracting. That we're attracting. And I want to be wrong, Commissioner. I think I, I think afternoon baseball was great. Afternoon postseason baseball is great because. We all, I mean, I was watching Fisk when he's waving the ball fair. You know, Gibson hits the home run against Eck. I, I was able, you know, you're staying up to watch those games. I just feel like, you know, kids today, start time might not be able to stay up. Games take a lot longer. Um, yeah, but think about our new round, Dan. I mean, I, I know it's important to focus on the World Series and, and you know, like all entertainment products, um, we have to deliver an audience for our bar broadcast partners. Yeah. But focus on the additional round. I mean, you, you had baseball on, postseason baseball on. Oh, I loved all it. All day long. I loved all it. All day long. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and even all the way Can we the keep LCS. it going, though, Commissioner? Yeah, I, look, I think that, it, but think about it. So the LCS, it, it, or the additional round we talked about, the division series, we had games that were four on a day. So we had plenty of daytime baseball. Even the LCS, the early game, you know, was a late afternoon start most of the time. I loved it. And, you know, we do need to have those earlier starts. 
Um, but the reality is with your um, premier product, the World Series, we have to work with Fox, who's been a great partner to us to deliver the biggest audience we can. You know, the demographics on audience are interesting too, Dan. Um, we don't get that much younger in our audience by playing earlier. It's shocking to people. Um, but huh. it, it, you know, we actually hold our young people with later games. People apparently let their kids stay up. Um, I know it's a popular theory. It yeah. is not supported by the numbers. No, I, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm learning. I, I sit humbly here listening to some of this. Wait. <laughs> oh, I don't mean to be pedantic, Dan. Wait. I really don't. <laughs> no way. Now, who did you just wink to? Oh, Mr. Courtney's sitting on the Okay, so Pat there. Courtney there. Okay, I see. I'm like, all right, hey, I got him with that one. Wink, wink. I saw it. I saw it there. Well done. The gatekeeper, Pat Courtney. You are very observant. I will give you that. Um, the other thing is, I always wondered about this. Growing up, we got, if you got straight A seats in Cincinnati or tickets, uh, you get uh, straight A's, you could turn it in and get a couple of games to go to. And they put you out in center field. They weren't great seats, but you're in the ballpark. I would love to see more teams just get 5,000 in there or 10,000 in there. And it doesn't cost anything. But the experience of coming there the first time, concessions, parking, all of that stuff. Why are we missing out? Or am I missing something here? Because that just feels like... I want you to get that first experience because chances are then you'll come back. I want repeat business. Can I, you know, I actually spent some of baseball's money to confirm the intuition that you just expressed after playing the game. Um, the most important thing in building a fan as an adult is getting a kid in the ballpark younger. And like the difference between that young person going when he's eight and going when he's 12 is actually significant in terms of how many games they consume as an adult. Yeah. So we have a league-wide initiative with the clubs um, to get young people in the ballpark, particularly in groups um, like you suggest. Um, one that I saw last year when we still were had fans in the ballpark. You know, I went to, to Miami for a game. It was one of their best attendance games of the year. And it was basically filled with little leaguers, which is awesome. And it's really good for growing the game. The Red Sox have another, you know, a team that does draw. Yeah. Right. has less tickets to work with. They have a great program. They have a separate entrance for young people. Everything in the experience is family oriented, kid oriented, to make sure that that first trip to the ballpark is as positive as possible. But your intuition is right on the money. It's something baseball really needs to focus on. Yeah, and I didn't get straight A's, but somebody that I knew got straight A's. And then we got tickets. I got to see the Padres with those god awful uniforms back in the 1970s. Uh, you know, I, there should be a C section. Ooh, I just came up with a double entendre, the C section, where if you get C's, you get to sit in that section. <laughs> right, right. Well, I, I got a laugh out of they, Pat Courtney there, didn't I? <laughs> however, however you reward the kids, however you decide who gets to go, we need to make sure they're going to the ballpark. And are you rooting for the Dodgers or the Rays, Commissioner? 
I am strictly neutral. Um, I always <laughs> root for the team that is behind in the series. You won seven games. I think the best thing for our fans <laughs> is more baseball. Um, so I wrote to uh, the owner of the race yesterday morning. I said, I like nothing better than a gritty team who wins the second game to tie the series at 1-1. Take a victory lap. You did a great job. Yeah, you hung in there. You you limped towards the finish line in the regular season. You fouled off a lot of pitches, but uh, you know you're going to pull this off. Yeah, well, you know what? I think it's a good thing for the game. It, the the owners um, and the players worked really hard together to make this happen. I can't say enough about the effort involved. I mean, you you, you ask a player not only to change the way he performs on the field, his habits. Even when he gets to the ballpark, that's a lot of change, but it didn't stop there. We asked them to change their private lives, too, and um, they need to be commended for the contribution they made to getting us across the finish line here. Well, hopefully we get five more games. You'd be happy with that, right? I would, Dan. I would. Thank you, Commissioner. And, of course, more importantly, thank you to Pat Courtney there for helping make this happen. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe we'll put him on screen next time. Yeah, we'll might as well. Be- might as well. <laughs> he makes this happen. Thank you, Commissioner. All right, great. That's uh, the Commissioner of Major League Baseball. All right, so we learned some things there. I'm all about learning because I didn't learn in high school and college, so I'm trying to catch up for lost times. Yes, Paulie? I think uh, he slash the competition committee was open to avoiding extreme shifts. Yes. And that, that your simple, you know, reason, you know, yeah, shortstop has to stay on this side and then can't go to the other side and second baseman can't go on the other side of second base. You could institute that in an hour and a half. And he's right. They can't change baseball. It's basically I throw real hard and you swing real hard and that's Major League Baseball. They can't do anything about that. And I get it. By the way, this program brought to you by the great folks at Traeger. Traeger Wood-Fired Pellet Grill. You can learn more at TraegerGrills.com slash DP Show today. Your phone calls are absolutely positively next here on the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, I I even thought about that. Yeah, most people don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports, like a lot. 
That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. If I could eat bacon for every meal, I think I would. I don't think I would. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, brunch. My love for bacon is no joke. My wife, who I love as much as bacon, says I would even put bacon in cereal if I could. You know, I thought that I knew what good bacon was. Uh, turns out, nope, I was wrong. Because hmm. then I tried right brand bacon, and honestly, I was speechless. And you know it takes a lot to get me speechless, Oof. Paulie. But it was mind-blowing how good it was. And now here I am, a man that's been eating bacon his whole life, like it's his job, and I've never tried bacon like this before. We're talking about number one, thick-cut, flip-your-whole-world-upside-down bacon, man. Everything from the thickness of it to how it's actually real wood smoked just makes it taste unbelievable. It's really indescribable. I can't do it justice. And you should really just try it for yourself. Yeah, don't be average. You're better than that. Do yourself a favor and get some right brand bacon in you. I'm getting upset. Experience bacon the right way. Right brand bacon. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Light. And it's less filling, only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories for 12 ounces, Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Uh, Air Force is coming to town in a couple of weeks. Last time I went to West Point and Air Force was in town, it didn't go well for the cadets. Jeff in Detroit. Hi, Jeff. What's on your mind today? Uh, what up, though, Dan? Uh, hard-hitting stuff today with uh, McLovin's Tanya versus Tanya. The only thing I was waiting on is McLovin to say, then he ate the Caesar salad. <laughs> <laughs> Buffalo chicken sliders. You had me at them. You're going to mess around and get Alan kidnapped, man. Seriously, like a swordfish, have them in the back like, dude, we don't need you for your computer skills, but we do need you on these three trackers <laughs> right here. And I got an idea. For um, it's a little something for me to you. Okay. You know, snacks to snacks. Deep fry Oreo cookies. Now, what you do is you find you a nice, uh, like peanut butter deep fry uh, Oreo cookie or whatever, and you use pancake batter. It's a company called Kodak that has flavor pancake batter, chocolate pancake batter, golden deep fry Oreo. You're in heaven, baby. You're Thank in you, straight Jeff. heaven. Thank you, Jeff. Have a good weekend. Steve in Florida joining us. Hi, Steve. What's on your mind? Hey, Dan. Then that's um. Dan, could you see the home run hitters of the 50s and 60s with today's baseball hitting like 80 to 90 home runs a year? And also, I have a whose career would you rather have? Who's okay. 
would you rather have Bobby sign on the dotted line Bonilla or Giannis Tetris for the rest of us? You guys have a good weekend, <laughs> all right? Thank you, Take Steve. Take care. Uh, do I want Ioannis Cespedes or Bobby Bonilla? <laughs> Is neither an option here? Uh, financially. I'd take Cespedes. I mean, Bonilla's going to make he's going to make money, you know, a million dollars every year for the next whatever, but Cespedes has stolen money for a long time here. He's made he's got some big contracts here. Different money. Yeah, absolutely. What else did uh, Steve bring up there? Uh, anybody? Uh, I forgot. Thought he had to, uh, oh, it was a, a question about home run hitters from oh, the 50s oh, oh. and 60s. I'd like to know what Barry Bonds would do today. Because I don't know. Are you going to walk him? I guess you'd have to. But, do, you know, are you throwing strikes? Are you, are you bringing 100 miles an hour? I remember that was a big matchup when it was uh, Troy Percival against Barry Bonds. Like, Percival, man, he throws really hard. And then all of a sudden, you know, Bonds deposits one in the upper deck there and, like, hitters are going to hit a fastball. If your fastball has movement, all right, now that's different. But if you throw hard and you throw straight, they're going to hit it hard. And they're going to put it someplace where you're not going to get it back. Uh, Let me see. What else do we have here? George in Ohio. Hi, George. Hey, good morning. Morning. Hey, uh, you mentioned the Big Ten starts tomorrow. I got a couple games of interest. Uh, Naturally, I want Ohio State over Nebraska. But uh, Michigan is playing uh, Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota is a pretty good team. I was wondering what your take is on that game. Have well, a good weekend. Well, they got their uh, wide receiver back who uh, decided to come back, and uh, he's a first-round talent. And, you know, Fleck has done a really good job there at Minnesota. Yeah, Paul? Minnesota, uh, Minnesota's only a three-point dog in that game. Michigan's only favored by three. Is it Minnesota at home? Yeah, Minnesota at home. Mm. I don't know if there's a crowd there or not. Hmm. Al in Atlanta. Hi, Al. Hey, Danny. Thanks for sneaking me in here at the end. Uh, I got to think. I was watching Thursday Night Football last night, and it dawned on me. The NFC East could have a 7-8-1 Eagles team under 500 making it into the playoffs. And that's just not right. What I think the NFL should do is have a lottery of all the teams above 500 and throw them in a hopper, call it the they weren't good enough lottery, put it on the Monday after the last uh, game of the season, and, you know, have it sponsored by Home Depot or something, and just, you know, have a night of it. Make it actually interesting so, like, these teams that are below 500 that aren't supposed to be there don't even have a chance. All right. Well, thank you, Al. But we can't all of a sudden decide seven weeks into the season, hey, this isn't going to be fair. A sub-500 team is going to win the division. Where was the outcry or the continuing outcry when Seattle was sub-500 and Atlanta won like 11 games and Seattle got to host that game and beat New Orleans? Why didn't we continue the outcry then? It's going to happen this year and then we move on. Steve in Colorado. Hey, Steve. Hey, Dan. How's it going today? Good, sir. Hey, I, I wanted to call. Okay. I wanted to thank you guys. I've had a heck of a past couple of weeks. Uh, a week and a half ago, I buried my uh, father-in-law. Uh, next fr- the following Friday, I drove out to South Dakota to go hunting with my son. Saturday, I 
rupture my Achilles out in the field. Oh, boy. Uh, drive home on uh, Tuesday listening to you and Richie Rich and Mike Florio on Sirius XM. Thank God for that because I was in pain the whole way. And I get home, and my yellow lab is just like the Germans. She's a sweetheart. Is not acting right. We almost lost her the next morning due to a internal bleed. And the only thing that got me through it was your show. Because I was able to listen to it and enjoy it and get all that other crap off my mind. So the Arcade Fire song today, for me, goes out to you and the Danettes. I appreciate all you guys do. You guys have a good weekend. Steve, thank you. Glad we can play whatever role in your life. Hopefully bring a little sunshine there. Final results of the poll question. McLevin, what do you have for me today? What's a play you don't want to get saddled with if you're a quarterback? 72% say Mark Sanchez butt fumble over Orlovsky and Daniel Jones. And I feel bad because Mark Sanchez listens to the show. Mark, sorry. No, it was just uh, for context, reference point there. Let's go around the room what we learned on this program. Todd? We are trying to determine which college football morning show has more male eye candy, Fox or ESPN. Yeah. Well, you wondered. Did wonder. Yeah. I'm going to go. I'm going to give Fox the edge. Oh, you are? I am. All right. All right. Brady Quinn, so good looking, he didn't want to do Zoom. He just wanted to give you a little tease with his voice. Yes. I get paid good money to do that. James Earl Jones. (laughs) McLovin? Uh, I learned about the Pat Courtney, Rob Manfred Zoom situation. Yeah, I caught, I caught the wink there with the commissioner where he's winking to his PR guy like, yeah, I got it. Got this talking hairdo. What we learned brought to you by LegalZoom during these unprecedented times. You can rely on LegalZoom for legal help. Visit LegalZoom.com today. Take care of the things you need to get done without having to leave your home. That's LegalZoom.com. My thanks to the backroom guys. Thanks for everything you do. Have a great weekend. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. 
Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon. You must be talking about right brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real wood smoke. Real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try right brand bacon. That's called right brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 